Hey everybody, my name is Caitlin, and you're listening to my podcast. Hey everybody, what is going on? It is a new year, that means a new you. It is finally 2019. Woo! <laughs> I sound so enthusiastic. Well, today I'm going to be talking about 97 things to do before you finish high school. Which, this is actually a book that I just got from, or for Christmas. And I thought that I would share it with y'all because... This is actually how I started podcasting was because of this book. So I'm going to go over the, um, well, first of all, I'm going to say all 97 items or things to do, and then I will go through I will go through each one. Well, if it's obvious, then I'm going to skip over it. But if it's something more difficult, like, I don't know. Interpret a dream. (coughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) Anyway, if it's something more difficult, like interpret, interpret, interpret a dream then i'll explain that okay so the first section is for your personal development um number one is redo your bedroom number two start a collection number three create a journal number four assemble a photo album number five listen to new music Number six, give technology a break. Number seven, look closely at a work of art. Number eight, attend a theater performance. Number nine, connect with a role model. Number 10, develop the art of conversation. Number 11, make a public speech. Number 12, interpret a dream. Number 13, join a club. So, I just decided while I was reading those, instead of just reading everything and then going over, um, going over, like, what each thing is, I'm gonna read each section, because there's nine or ten sections. There's nine sections. So, after I read each section, I will go over the, the items. So, redoing your bedroom. Let me flip to that page and see what they have to offer. Even though that's kind of obvious. Um, Redoing your bedroom. You don't have to be very... um, You don't have to be very extreme in in the process. But you could do simple things like change the direction of your bed. Uh, change your rug, uh, clean your carpet, uh, change your desk, organize your room, like 
change the drapes on your windows. Just simple things like that. You can, um, you can, that's how you can redo your bedroom. Uh, number two is kind of self-explanatory. Start a collection. It could be rocks. It could be magazines. It could be socks. It could be Skittles. I don't know. Anything you want to collect. Uh, I'm collecting bottle caps right now. And going back to number one, redo your bedroom. I actually just redid my whole bedroom very recently. Uh, we got hardwood floors, painted my walls, got a new dresser, new desk, changed my bed sheets, did everything. Like this doesn't even look like my room or my how my old room used to look like at all. It's crazy. Okay, continuing. Number three, create a journal. So. I was just a little bit confused on this one because I haven't read this section yet, but I don't know what they mean by journal. Do they mean like writing down all of like all your feelings? Because I ain't going to do that. I'm going to forget about it the first day. Literally. All right. Let's read the how to do it page. Fill the pages of a diary with anything and everything you're thinking and feeling. There are no rules to follow. You can write along entries covering every detail of your day or just making lists of things that drive you crazy. Write poems or confess first or second or third loves. loves. Record your little and not so little white lies. The journal is for your eyes only, so ensure privacy by keeping it locked or in a hiding place. If you're fortunate enough to have your own computer, consider keeping an online journal that makes that mixes your textual expression with photos, illustrations, and video clips. Protect your private thoughts and images with a password, and it doesn't hurt to have a biometric fingerprint reader enabled for extra security. Okay, so there's no really um, rules on how to create a journal. I guess just have a notebook with personal things in there. I mean, I guess I could cross this one off because I have a little notebook that I keep in my in my desk and I and I collect stamps and I actually put Germany maps in there because I went to Germany over the summer I think I'm gonna make a podcast about that the experience over in Germany so I'm just gonna highlight this one off because I'm just gonna assume that collecting stamps is quote-unquote making a journal Anyway, continuing. Assemble a photo album. That's pretty self-explanatory. Get a scrapbook or a notebook. Uh, Tape pictures in there that you like. Boom! Photo album. You got one. Um, listen to new music. Uh, my recommendation for that is Spotify. (laughs) Not gonna lie. Um... A lot of the times, Spotify will have a recommended playlist for you, and some of the songs on there are really good, and then other ones are crap. <laughs> like, I end up putting them on my do not listen list, because I hate them so much. Anyway, moving on. Give technology a break. Okay, this one. I'm actually very interested in, but I'm way too busy to do it. (laughs) So let me read the how to do it page. Finish up your channel surfing, emailing, downloading, and texting on 
Friday evening in preparation for two full days of tech-free bliss. Announce your plan to family and friends. They'll hold you accountable. Well, they'll hold you accountable should you cave in after a few hours and check for text messages or sneak a peek at Facebook. So tell family members so that you don't break the 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 per- what do you call it purge binge whatever um what to do with all this newfound free time spend the weekend reading a new book writing in your journal and taking walks around the neighborhood or through nearby park break out the watercolors or practice yoga poses take a nap and don't forget to enjoy some in-person quality time with friends or relatives you usually only instant message with They'll be thrilled to see your actual expressions, not just a, um, what are those? Oh, um, emoticons, so emojis. It's crazy how much longer the days seem when you're not spending hours online, isn't it? Come Monday morning, you'll feel refreshed and ready to dive back into the digital world. So, it's just saying take a two-day break from technology. And that is actually way harder than than you think it is because it's like going to day camp again <laughs> whenever i'd go to or not day camp uh summer camp like whenever we'd go to summer camp they're like no technology you can't have anything and i'm like all right i still always managed to sneak in a little ipod shuffle so i could listen to music like i'd hide it in my teddy bear's clothes <laughs> oh man i was a rebel <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not even a rebel. I literally am 17 and I stay up playing Minecraft. (laughs) Oh man. (sighs) I hope my parents are proud of me because instead of doing drugs, I play Minecraft. (laughs) Okay, anyway. Number seven, look closely at a work of art. Well, I got to cross this one off because I took an art appreciation class last year, and all we did was look at art. <laughs> so, um, honestly, I to get the better experience out of this, take a class because the classes will help you understand more, like art appreciation, or even just look it up, like. <laughs> Yeah, it'll, it'll help you. <clears throat> Attend a theater performance. That's self-explanatory. Just go to the school or the theater and watch a theater production. I saw The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe uh, in shadowed sign language. So it was like there were actors and then there were people behind or next to the actors sign language like doing sign language it was so much fun. it was so cool it was so cool oh my gosh okay number nine connect with a role model so this one is difficult well not really difficult but i don't really understand because i don't know who the heck my role model is do I even have a role model? I mean, the only person that I obsess with is Billie Eilish, but she she's not really a role model. She's more of just a celebrity crush. 
because she's awesome. Oh my gosh. Anyway, but like in in the description, not, I'm not gonna read the how-to thing, but it was explaining like uh, spend time with them, ask them questions, blah 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 blah. Number ten, develop the art of conversation. So developing the art of conversation is when you quit using like abbreviations and quit using millennial slang and you're able to talk and type and write in, in proper English, <laughs> which a lot of teenagers have trouble with because the millennial generation and technology, everybody's using LOL and... Uh, see, I don't even know it. <laughs> and I'm a millennial. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, ma uh, Okay, anyway. Uh, number 11, make a public speech. So, making a public speech is easier for me because I know how to do it because I kind of took classes. But a lot of people have, like, stage fright. And there are so many things online that, um, where you could learn how to... Ow! Sorry, I'm standing up because I've been sitting for three hours. There's, like, classes, or not classes, there's, like, what do you call it? Yeah, classes on how to do public speaking, because public speaking is very important, and a lot of people don't know how to public speak, and a lot of people get really anxious whenever they speak in public, which is not a good, um not a good what do you call it personality trait actually this is public speaking technically anyway so i'm gonna read the how to do it so do you think mlk rattled off his legendary i have a dream speech without staying up all night to prep and revise doubtful the key to making a good speech is through preparation that doesn't mean simply having a sheet of paper in front of you with some notes scratched on it. Use the checklist on the next page to ensure great speech. And then there's a checklist. There's keep it short and sweet. Unless you've been giving an allotted time for your speech that dictates otherwise, keep your speech to 20 minutes or less or you'll likely lose your audience. Just think on how bored you get when your history teacher drones on and on. Which is funny because this this episode is probably going to be like, I don't know, an hour long. And y'all are probably going to get bored. Whatever. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't my fault. <laughs> anyway. Provide background and relative examples. If you're talking about digital rights to a group of geezers at the senior, the senior center... Be sure to break down exactly what DRM is and compare how to record companies. Okay, this is weird. Oh, okay. There was a description that I didn't read out loud and DRM stands for Digital Rights Mo Management, which I'm not even going to get into that because I don't care. <coughs> Sorry. The third point is practice, practice, practice. 
read your speech several times before debuting. You'll get to know it so well that you won't have to glance at your notes the entire time, freeing you to make all-important eye contact with audience members. The fourth point is use more than words. Choose specific visuals like colorful charts or pictures to add visual impact. Don't flatline. Allow your tone to fluctuate to express surprise, shock, authority, and other emotions. But don't overdo it. You're not Tyra Banks. Okay. Well, those were all of the points for public speaking. I would recommend if you are a very social, socially anxious person to look up um, how to public speak. Because it is a very useful, useful, useful skill. And the more confident you look, the more attractive you are. So, that is a fact. <laughs> Alright, number 12. Interpret a dream. So we're gonna go on page 36. Oh, I passed it. This one... I just never pay attention to my dreams. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I have nightmares and I will remember them forever. But anyway, so how to do it. Interpreting your night your nighttime visions is a fascinating trip to the deep dark secrets of the unconscious mind. To start on the journey, keep a dream journal on your nightstand and jot down as many details as you can remember as soon as you wake up. Read over your notes and think about what what each element of the dream might symbolize. Maybe your bio teacher is telling you that music, not science, is a likely career option. Did you forget to brush your do the dog last weekend? Aha! And maybe you've been eating too much yogurt lately and feel like you're drowning in it. It's all beginning to make sense. As for Antonio, well, you'll have to figure that one out on your own. If your dreams are not too embarrassing, share them with your best friend and swap interpretations. You can also consult online dream dictionaries for further analysis. The most important thing to keep is to keep an open mind and elaborate the subconscious. Or embrace the subconscious. We actually did a, a unit in psychology where we... It was more of dreams and... It wasn't interpreting, well, it was kind of interpreting dreams. Some of them were, but we went into, like, the, the part of the brain that makes the dreams, and I've actually forgot all of that, so I was going to get into it, but I, I'm not going to anymore. <coughs> Sorry if that's really loud. I, I apologize. Anyway, um, the next one, 13, this one is the last one in this section. Join a club. That one is self-explanatory. Join any club at school. I'm in the German club at my school. Um, I want to join rock climbing at my university, but I have to move on campus to do that, which I'll be doing next year. But joining joining a club, it it can get you so much, so many experiences. Join. There's Beta Club. Uh, there's Deca Club. There's there's even, uh, at least at my school, there's Pride Club. There's, what do you call it? The Humane Society Club. There's a basketball club. There's so many clubs that you can choose from. 
to fit your personality or your sporting ability, which I'm not that athletic. Well, I used to be, but I don't really I don't really play any sports anymore. Okay, we're going to be going into the second section, which I just came to the to the not the conclusion, but the idea that I'm going to split this into different episodes because my throat will kill me if I try to go through all these in one sitting. So we're going to have multiple episodes with this. Cool. And I'll probably upload them back to back, but we'll see. We'll see. So section number two is with or for friends. Uh, number 14, host a film festival. So we are going to go on page 40 to see how you how you host a film festival. See, I've been to a film festival because I was in a short film that one of my best friends made and it got into the film festival, but I've never hosted one. All right, how to do it. Roam the local video store or DVD rental websites like Netflix or Hulu in search of intriguing films that will appeal to your friends. Mix personal favorites with one or two that you've never seen but have always been curious about. Pretty much everyone's seen Pirates of the Caribbean, 300, and The Lord of the Rings a million times by now. So skip the most popular titles in favor of the little known gems that will open viewers' eyes to the new cinematic worlds. Themes are fun. You can always do a night of films about animals, the black, Stallion, Duma, March of the Penguins, Animated Classics, Shrek, Yellow Submarine, Spirited Away, or music films, Walk the Line, La Bamba, Almost Famous. If your fest will take place over the course of a single day, three films should be plenty. If you want to stretch it out for an entire weekend, as the main activity of a slumber party for the three or four friends, choose five or six films but don't feel pressured to watch them all if your audience is burning out. If your fest is a big hit, consider turning it into an actual into an annual event. So, that's basically just having a movie thon with your friends. That sounds like fun. I should do one of those soon cuz I have not done that before. All right, number 15, throw a house party. This one is not recommended by me because I don't like parties. So let's read the how to do it. First, make sure it's cool with your parents, which I guarantee half the teenagers who are the same age as me do not ask their parents before they have house parties, which is not recommended. Children, please ask your parents if you're gonna have a party. Don't be dumb. Don't use alcohol either, that's dumb, or drugs. All right, next, send out an invite. Try to limit your guests to about 30 people, since more since more will likely show up anyway. Invite all your close friends and a few people you'd like to know better. Having them over is a great way to move the acquaintance phase to close circle status. There's no need to go all out with a sit-down dinner, but do provide finger foods and beverages. Music is a must, so create a playlist that works with the mood that you want for the party. Dance hall and hip hop are sure to get rumps shaking, while down tempo house music will keep things more mellow and conversation friendly. 
and there's a bunch of tips and stuff on how to be uh like party appropriate like party manners and stuff but i'm not gonna read those <laughs> because i really don't care about parties sorry guys <laughs> 16 read one another's palms so let's flip to page 44 all right how to do it gather with a few friends with open minds and open palms take turns studying the three most prominent lines on each other's palms the heart line is found near the top of the palm its length and depth are thought to represent your love life emotional stability and blood pumping health the headline starts at the edge of the palm under the index finger and supposedly indicates your intellectual and creative abilities the lifeline runs from the edge of your palm to the to above. The lifeline runs from the edge of your palm above the thumb and forms an arc as it reaches your wrist. Believers will tell you that this that this line represents physical health and overall vital hmm, vitality and energy. Other lines that crisscross the three biggies include the sun line, the fate line, the girdle of Venus and the girdle of Venus. To, to get diagrams, check out online illustrations, and without taking it too seriously, see what the fates may or may not have in score for have in store for you. Oh wow, it's raining outside and it's very loud. <clears throat> that sounds like really cool. It's more of like a magic thing to do, or not magic, uh, like um. Yeah, magic, whatever. 17, end an argument. So, what I'm guessing this means is if you're holding a grudge against somebody because y'all have had an argument, you just need to big be the bigger person and either apologize or ask them to apologize, tell them that they did wrong or you did wrong. Or just whatever. Just be the bigger person in an argument. Even if it's on a bad note. Or not a bad note. Even if y'all don't become friends again. Or if y'all don't get back together. Just end the argument. Just don't keep it going. Don't keep it. Don't keep the fire burning. Because then you'll just burn the house down. And then the woods will burn down. And then the whole planet will burn down. And it's all your fault. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, 18. Correspond with a pen pal in, an in another country. So, there is a website that's called uh, Snail Mail. Well, I don't know what the website is called, but if you just look up Snail Mail on Google, you'll find this website. And you can connect with different people across the, um, across the world even. And y'all can write physical letters which is what I'm doing currently with a few people. I have a pen pal in the United Kingdom. I have one in Sweden. I have one in Australia. Um, I even have a bunch of pen pals across the, uh, the, the country. I've got one in California. I've got one, I've actually got one in Mexico. I have one here in Georgia. He's He's the one I talk about a lot in these podcasts. Um, let's see. I have one in... 
I have another one in, in here in Georgia. I have one in Michigan. I've got them everywhere, man. I'm telling you. But, um, if you look up how to write to a pen pal, it's basically, it's so much fun. I would recommend getting into pen paling because you can really connect with other people. You can find new friends. You can even, um, exchange, like, parcels and stuff or like washi tape and stamps and stuff so that's always a fun thing to do all right 19 make a gift this one's kind of self-explanatory but i think it's saying instead of buying somebody a gift just make make them a gift you can always find ideas online 20 start a book club <laughs> that's also self-explanatory uh, just get a group of friends, all read the same book, talk about it, I don't know. 21, sing karaoke. That one is also self-explanatory. You just sing. <laughs> okay, 22, dine high-end on a low budget. So what this one means is they say... They're saying to go to, like, a really, really, really fancy restaurant, like Olive Garden or something, and order the cheapest thing you could find. <laughs> the cheapest thing you could find. Like, a salad. Even the salads are expensive. Like, one, run, one ravioli. A single ravioli for, like, $2. And they also recommend buying water instead of like a soda because water is free and yeah so it's just going to like olive garden or longhorns and ordering the cheapest thing you can which that sounds like a lot of fun especially if you're in high school or college and you're broke so you might not be able to eat that much but anyway all right and then we are getting on the last one of this episode, but not of the book. 23. Take a road trip. This one is self-explanatory also, but personal tip for road trips. Let's see. Let's see what they have to say. Okay. Alright. So, in the book, it says, don't forget maps, food, bottled water, change of clothes, CDs or MP3 player, camera, cell phones, games, pillows, sleeping bags. Okay, so the last road trip that I took was a drive home from Texas, and that drive is 16 hours, and personally... I recommend having somebody at least have two people awake especially if it's something like that because the driver needs to stay awake and to stay awake talking is good laughing singing anything anything will do it um, and if the driver starts getting tired then obviously switch out make sure you bring a lot of snacks make a good playlist even bring some games uh, my mother is making a lot of noise right now anyway um, 
find the best route to like drive through like scenic routes um, make stops at scenic views like if you're going to Tennessee or whatever from Georgia and you're on top of the mountain stop at the mountain take pictures buy more snacks take a bathroom break whatever just have fun and this one is with friends so have fun pre-plan make sure you pre-plan everything like gas and hotels and food and all that stuff just yeah just pre-plan everything and that will make your road trip the best all right so I think I'm going to end that here because my throat is killing me right now. So, um, I will make this a, I will release these day after day after day. So one day there'll be two sections, another day there'll be two sections, and then another day there'll be two sections, and then another day there'll be three sections. So, yeah, stay tuned. Um, sorry y'all have to wait a day per thing, but at least you can get a break from my voice. So, if you got this far, thanks for listening. You're awesome. I hope you're having a wonderful week. Or, I hope you had a wonderful week, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Or a wonderful day, since I'm uploading this daily only for this week i'm i'm never gonna upload well i'm not gonna say never i'm not gonna upload daily for a while anyway um yeah so i hope i hope y'all found this interesting because i i just hope i'm not too boring anyway thank you for listening and you guys are awesome and i will see you next time